Oh, also, oh no, I, oh, I did want some, there was something that I wanted, but they didn't have it. They, so this random, um, person made these like vegan chicken nuggets that are like a cross between Wendy's and McDonald's and they were stranger things branded and they're really good. And I still have, I bought two boxes the first time I got them and I still have a whole box left in my freezer, but I wanted more, but I couldn't find them this time. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Yeah. They're really good. Nice. All right. I think we'll do another short episode. Yes. Summer and whatnot. Uh, Let's see what else is going on. Yeah, actually, got a good bit of news to rip through. Yeah. So five. Four. Three. Two. And one. One. Hello, world, is a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. Ladies and gentlemen, mesdames, messieurs, bienvenue. Welcome to the happy hour. And 30 minutes go. Hey, hey. My name's David Auger. I'm at MetalDave02 on Twitter.com. Joined as always by Beth. Hello, hello. I'm at H-I-V-E-R-H-U-I-T on Twitter. And Veronica is sadly not with us. Uh, She had to take a sabbatical because her favorite player on the Habs was (laughs) traded away, unfortunately. In, In the dead of the night, Kent Hughes said, Veronica, you will suffer. And in this... He accomplished it by trading away Jeffrey Petrie. We are the happy hour. I'm, uh, oh no, I'm Dave. We're the happy hour. Happy hour uh, is on Twitter, at happy hour. Happy hour pod on Instagram, happyhour.com, and youtube.com slash happy hour. We have um, the audio and the video, well, video typically up, but um, audio and video up within the within the next hour after recording. So it's as up to date as one can make it. One being me. Yes. Dave anyway, does all of the heavy lifting. Anyway, behind the scenes. Anyway, I know it's so heavy. So it's, so heavy. Yeah, you work so. really hard. Eh, it's all right. Uh yeah. Let's let's get into the 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 big news. I mean, there's a lot of news, but there's like a this lot. this is this is I think the the biggest thing in that uh Jeff Petrie was traded away. What a one interesting career for Jeff Petrie with the Habs. I mean, he was with the team for what six years or something seven, like that. Seven, I think. I think he said in his goodbye post seven. Oh, did but he? I didn't. I didn't verify it. Yeah. Oh, I heard like seven or eight years. I was like, no, it can't be eight years. But regardless, Jeff Petrie, for what it was worth, he was quite a dynamic uh blue man. Um, <laughs> such a uh. Ah, uh, it's there. There were a couple seasons there where if Jeff Petrie had a bad game, the entire team had a bad game, which kind of you know uh, uh, was a bit of an homage to how important he was at times. Uh, granted, I know um, as I've been saying that Veronica was just devastated by the news. She is not. She is so <laughs> happy Jeff Petrie is gone. She is singing still, yes. all the way over in British Columbia. Uh, for him being gone, and I think it's pretty much primarily uh, because of this past season and how he just bleh. he's like I don't I don't care. Yeah. Um. Also, Petrie was traded to the Habs from the Oilers in the 2014-15 season, so it was like seven years. Yeah. Yeah. Long time. 2014. What the fuck was going on back then? Um. Everything before COVID is like a fucking 
I don't know. Fantasy land. I was like trying to think of like. I think I was drunk a lot. 2014, you? <laughs> no. Yeah, Not I was you. drunk a lot. I got I got dumped and and so I had my little my fun phase. Ooh. Yeah. Damn, my fun phase started as soon as like lockdown stopped. It's like fun phase part two for me. What do you mean lockdown? You know, COVID. Once like things no. started like opening up again, I was like, no, I'm I was- going out forever. No, we're talking, we're talking about, I thought we were talking about 2014 and 15. I know, I know. I'm talking about, I didn't have fun back then. Oh, I thought you were a part, you were a partier. As I said, it's all blur. Okay. <laughs> I know, um, personally, 2013 was a tough year. 2012 was an awesome year. So I had an awesome year, a terrible year. And then 2014 up until COVID is like, don't know what the fuck happened. Regardless, Ryan Paling also gone. Same uh, same trade. Again, Veronica simply devastated by this I'm, news. I am the, so distraught over with, Ryan Paling. With the passing of uh, Ryan Paling to <laughs> the, yeah, yeah, with the passing on to, to the Pittsburgh Penguins. To the Penguins. Which is such a strange thing. I think uh, Hughes really... Man, he he twisted an arm here in getting a uh, Michael Matheson in a fourth round pick in the 2023 draft. But Michael Matheson, um, as everyone's already been saying, you know, it's kind of old news talking about uh, the transaction now. But he's younger than Petrie, and he's just one of those veteran blue liners. Guy was a first round pick in 2012. Remember, we were just talking about the past years, ten years ago. But um. As mentioned, younger and kind of, I can't really call him in the same mold as Jeff Petrie, but uh, it's going to be really interesting to see what the Habs decor is going to be next year, because technically it doesn't exist. Nope. Frankly. I mean, um, our top our top D-men now, I think, would be Matheson. Well, not as the number one, like out of order. Matheson, yeah. Savard, and Edmondson. Yeah. And that's, after and- that, it's, 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 it's. Bibbit children. And isn't Matheson a left left side too? Yes. And don't we he is. don't we need right? I'm looking at a I'm looking at a picture of him and I had to move my arms. I love like, I yes, love this, that this sounds, he's a ginger. This, this feels weird. I'm I'm always supportive of more red haired players on our team. He's a ginger? Yes. Yeah. Oh my god, we're we're gonna be in last place again next year. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus, I didn't realize this. I'm pretty Man. sure. I thought, yeah. Ginger, it's funny. So, so yesterday at work, um, I had to check it. So, so I live near a lot of military bases, uh, and stuff because I live in Virginia, and that's what we have here. Um, besides Bush Gardens and Colonel Williamsburg. Um, Virginia is actually for lovers. For those listening, uh, sure. Yeah. <gasps> I where are they? Because I don't know where they're at. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I remember uh, uh, but, I was on a school trip. Not to interrupt, but I'm going to no, interrupt anyway. Um. For whatever reason, uh, we always had like band competitions. We would we would take a bus down, like this is high school. We'd take a bus down to mm-hmm. Virginia, Myrtle Beach, right? That's in South Carolina, my oh, friend. Fuck. What what beach is it in Virginia? Is Yorktown, it, Virginia Beach. Is, is, it, the is it Virginia Virgi- Beach? There's Virginia Beach. It, Virginia Beach and Myrtle Beach are very similar in like vibes. So Which one's close Virginia to Beach. the amusement park? Virginia Beach. Okay, okay. So that's yeah. that's definitely where we stayed. That I remember. Sense. Um, 
my buddy was dating a senior girl at the time and they'd be making out on the beach and we'd just be like chucking nerf balls at them <laughs> being like That's virginia's funny. for lovers that's funny and see <laughs> we went on choir competitions to myrtle beach which was just like virginia beach so i don't know why we went there yeah. but that guy um, uh I'm not going to get into it. Yeah, I don't know if he listens or any of his friends listen. So fuck that. Anyway. Oh um, boy. What? Nothing. Nothing okay. happened. Anyway. Okay. So yesterday at work, um, we I had to check in a bunch of guys who happened to be in the space force. Um. Oh fuck. That is travel. still around. <laughs> that is still. They actually, if you look at their Wikipedia page, they actually do some really cool shit. They just sound their their branch just sounds ridiculous. Oh. Um. But they were doing like travel test, COVID testing, because they're going on a mission. And um, one of the guys looked like Mike Matheson. And so I was like, hey, do you watch hockey? And he was like, no, I'm from Colorado. And I'm like, what? first of all, you just won the Stanley Cup. But OK. And I was like, OK, I was like, OK, well, you look like this player named Mike Matheson. And he was like, so he, he was like, really? And so he looked him up and he was showing his friends. And his the man's name was not anything close to Mike Matheson, but his, all of his coworkers started calling him Mikey the entire visit <laughs> because he, he looked like Mike Matheson. Yeah, just like um, how, uh, you know, freaking uh, um, 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 Sean called me at McGear, uh, McLean's. Called you who? Called me Mike. Oh, yeah. <laughs> remember. <laughs> yes, I do remember right. that. It's so, wow, it's funny you mentioned Space Force. Not to get away from Mike Matheson, but again, yeah. this brings another story to mind. Uh, Kirsten Gillibrand, lover or hater, she had a town hall, and since her district is like where I live, um, yeah. I went to it, and I was randomly picked to ask a question, and my question was about what the fuck are we going to do about Space Force? And she was like, Ooh. oh, God. Because <laughs> I had a, I remember I prefaced my... Uh, question with um, there's there's an actual UN level uh, treaty saying that you cannot weaponize space and you know back when you know fucking Trump was president they were thinking we were going to make like space weapons and bullshit mm -hmm. so I prefaced it like quoting that statute in the UN yeah. uh, uh, space treaty whatever the hell it was and she was like oh anyway uh, the U.S. you know Air Force does pretty much everything that the Space Force does. I was like, oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah, but they're now like that... sister things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I remember uh, after that, one of her interns or one of the people that works on her campaign approached me. He's like, so where did you get all that information about the blah 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 blah? blah? Do you want to go out and get drinks? I was like, yes. I want to talk <laughs> politics with Kirsten Gillibrand's team, and that's what I did. It was fun. Oh my god, that's it was really fun. Cool. Yeah, like I, because when they left, I was like, because because I made a joke, and they they were like, um, they they were they were hu good humor about it, but I was like, mm. so you have to get a COVID test to go to space. They're like, we're not going to space, we're going on a different mission, and I was like, okay, cool, like whatever. We're not going to space. Yeah. So like, but the only reason I knew they didn't even say anything about being a space force, but I, um, so for people who don't work in healthcare aren't in the military, um, when you go check in somewhere, you have to we have to scan your ID and your insurance card. And for military people, their military ID is their insurance card because it has their oh. benefits number on it, which is their insurance ID number. How convenient. Yeah. What a yeah. weirdly convenient thing in the American healthcare system. Right? Let right? me tell you. for the military. <laughs> like. Let me tell you, I was signing up for my next booster. Yeah. And fucking, oh, I was too. like, fuck, do I have a prescription um, insurance? And boy, howdy. 
trying to find out whether or not I did. No idea. Yeah. No yeah. idea. Anyway, it's like so was... the one good thing to do. But I was looking at their when I showed you when I was looking at their um, military days and I happened to see it because it says the branch on there and it says Space Force. And I was like, oh, that's really neat. Like, I never met anybody in the Space Force. Do you guys before. exist? They do you guys really get military cool... discounts? <laughs> they do. They're they're like a, they're adjacent to, know, the, um, to the to uh, the what you call it? The, the Air Force. A lot of the, they have a lot of different bases, but most of them are in Colorado, but they all have like specific jobs that they do. Like like ones about like defense and ones about um like technology technology development and one is about like international relations or something. I don't know. They do a lot of really cool stuff. The Wikipedia page on the Space Force is really interesting. And you can see all their like cool badges and stuff. I'm like, oh look, Starfleet, whatever. Um yeah, yeah. I recommend reading it if you're ever bored. Cool. So anyway, yeah. back to hockey. Yeah. So <laughs> Mike Matson looked like uh, Matheson, works for Space yes. Force. Good for him. Yes. Um yeah. Uh it just it makes my my terminal question of training camp all the more interesting with mike oh, matson yeah. being there i cannot wait till training camp holy crap it's uh, gonna be really good but we have all sorts of other news as well i think the next biggest news happened today with the signing of sam montambo yep one can assume it will be him and uh jake allen as the one two this year we and i know carrie price is trying but part of his um you know, part of his uh, upkeep at the moment is just rest. Yeah. Stop moving. Well, he went to a wedding, so. That son of a bitch he did, didn't he? <laughs> I like that post, too. I was like, you son of a bitch. He looked really nice. He looked really good. Yeah, of course he did. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's Carrie Price, Price, for yeah. God's sake. Um, and, like, and yes, <clears throat> I, it's, I'm, most probable thing is that it's going to be Sam and Jake. However, it could also be, it's, it's, it's insurance. Yeah, because um, they don't want to have to call it Primo too early. Um, they want to also let him do his thing in Laval still. Yeah. I, think I mean, that Laval team is rolling. I mean, there has been he, some movement in Laval yeah. too, but they're that that team that team fucks. Yes, they do very well. I mean, <laughs> the past two fuck? seasons, the COVID season and this past does. season, they're they're a fucking team, man. They're good. Yeah. For the um, AHL. For the AHL. For the AHL. They're good. They're good. So it's it's insurance. I mean, we still have we st we still have just under three months until the start of the season. So oh, yeah. there's still time. Plenty of time. Plenty of TV to, to watch too in the meantime. Yes. It's like, hey, I mean, uh, UFA stuff's uh, happening right now. Like, who's a UFA that's still left? I'm ha actually have ca uh, Cap friendly on right now. Uh, Pierre uh, Dubois, Nazem Kadri. No, no. I don't care about them. Oh, okay. I only care about Philip Kessel. Oh yeah, also Phil Kessel. I want him to be a have. I want I want mountains moved. I want the heavens split. I want <laughs> Phil Kessel as a hab. What what is his number? Is that still available for the Habs? Oh, what is his number? Hey Google, what number does Phil Kessel wear? I'm gonna find it. It's eighty one. Okay, good job. Word. I thought it was yeah, he, 81, but for some reason, I'm like, no, isn't yeah. fucking uh, Gino, uh, Genny Malkin, 81? But I'm like, no, he's actually 70, 70, 71, because 71? his baby was seven ounces, seven pounds, him? one I... ounce when it was born. And I was like, oh, shit, what a what a coinkadink. That's cute. Isn't that? Anyway. Anyway. So there it is. Um. So Sam Montembeau, welcome back. Happy to have yes. you. Despite everything. I mean, he's 
If if we thought Sam was bad last year, he it just is wait not until his the, fault. Just wait until this season. Look at his like the. It's gonna be he, so bad. He wasn't bad five on five. No, no. But the fucking penalty fine. kill. The defense is just shambles. It is not his fault. And I want to remind everyone that Sam Montembo ended up doing a job that he did not sign up for. No, no, he Last did season. not. We had he, oh. we nobody knew. Nobody knew. Absolutely crazy, crazy. Um, another uh good uh, sign. Rem Pitlick didn't yes. get a qualifying offer. Did get a two year contract. That is such a mm, mwah. Yes. yes. Thank please. you, Rem Pitlick, for staying. Yeah, we thank like you for you. staying. We're glad you like um, us. Um, the other qualifying offers then were. I keep getting this one messed up. It's not Jordan Harris. No, I don't think it's him. It's a um. Oh, Kale Clock and um. Either Jared or Jordan Harris. The the one the one pick in 2017 that never quite got there. Got a bit injured. Never made it. Uh, unfortunately, is he on this list? Actually, I might have him. Uh, nope, 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 nope. Anyway, sorry, uh, I, don't, I don't remember. No, no, Kale, uh, Kale Click and Josh Brooke did not get them. Josh. They extended cor- cor- qualifying offers to Kirby Doc, Nate Schnarr, and Joel. T. Yeah, and, yeah, they all and then guys. and then Sam and Caden. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. Yep. So, so Rem actually got his contract good for him. So I yeah. doubt that they're even gonna waste the the time with a uh, Kale and uh, Josh. Then, if that's mm-hmm. the case, I, I mean, you never know. But you never thing, know. The thing about the Habs right now is the cap is bad. It is yeah. so bad. Is. Uh, right now, um, as of today, looking at cap friendly, they are sitting at two hundred and forty eight thousand dollars of space, yes. which isn't Two a things. lot. The first thing is that back to Sam Montembeau for a moment. Yes. He does have to pass through waivers to if he gets sent down to Laval. However, do we think it's likely that he would get picked up? Is there anybody that's still super desperate? Well, maybe friggin' uh Calgary. Is there is there anybody really desperate enough for a goalie that he wouldn't clear waivers likely? At least at the beginning of the season. That's such a tough question because we're right, we're we're in the middle of UFA season right now. Yeah. So it's I like, just, do we want somebody on waivers or do we want to trade for somebody? Of course, a team would be like, yeah, we want to go on waivers, but they're also they can also be like, look at mm-hmm. Sam's numbers, but then remember what well, was the Habs? Yeah, yeah, it's tough. I was going to say maybe the fucking Leafs, but the Leafs just you know got uh, Mr. Murray there. Yeah. So whatever. And interesting enough, Kirby Doc is still RFA on Cap Friendly, so hmm. the offer was extended. So I wonder how that's going to work out. If he gets a contract, somebody else has to move. Yeah. However, okay. So this is like this is what I I it was so hard for me to not to tweet this today because I knew we were recording. Like I'm people are are freaking out about uh, the cap right now. My thing is like I know it ha- they have to be cap compliant by. Um, the start of the season free agency started literally five days ago. Oh yeah. L- literally five fucking days ago. Oh yeah. And like I said earlier, the season starts in just under three months. It's like two months in like two or three weeks, something like that. There are plenty, there's plenty of time for NHL GMs, including Kent Hughes to move players and figure shit out and get cap compliant. The Habs hired, I forget what his name is, but they hired that guy um, I think towards the end of the season, who's like supposed or, or like they've had him on oh, staff for a while. Yeah, but they like elevated him to something else. Like he's like, is his name? Yeah, good call. They like 
they elevated him to something else because he's so fucking good at his job at making players happy and keeping the Habs under the cap. And there is so much time for numbers to be crunched and shit like that to happen. And everybody just needs to relax a little bit, take a deep cleansing breath because it's going to be okay. They're going to figure shit out. Which is John Sedgwick? Maybe. I think that was our guy, actually. Cedric, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to read this about this a little bit. Ba, 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 ba. Ba, 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 da, da, da. Oh, yeah. me, I might be talking out of my ass, actually. That was back in uh, February that that guy got his uh, bump up. Anyway, <clears throat> as it an might be, a- it might be, have been then. As an AGM, but he worked with the Laval Rocket a lot more before then. Anyway. If somebody knows who it is, please yell at us on Twitter. I, um... I want to correct something I think I mentioned last week about uh, our beloved Carl Alsner. We're actually play- paying for him until 2024. Oh. So this season, well, the coming season, and then the season after that, we're still paying hmm. him 800 grand. Speaking of Carl Alsner, he was spotted at a Washington Capitals game with um, Braden Holtby recently. Hmm. So just bros being dudes bros being dudes no t- no tortoises in sight no daughters either that i saw <laughs> no. but <laughs> and no like car accidents where he can comment <laughs> on them yeah man this intersection's been really bad for a while or whatever that was carl <laughs> osner got see. like randomly interviewed at like a for a local <laughs> news station yeah and like the, 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 i didn't know it was yeah, carl osner <laughs> he's like yeah and it's not carl like carl osner said I'm Carl Olsner. Olsner. You know, it's he didn't fucking. Well, he's probably, he, he probably had to have said it for like the, what is the thing called at the bottom of the screen? Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they, were, just... they were, but they were like, I don't know who the fuck that guy yeah, is. Yeah, I had no idea. Um, one, one thing I'll always love about Carl Olsner, and this is so when he was on the Capitals, but like apparently multiple times uh, when he was a Capitol, um, his small dogs like destroyed um, his apartment when um, he and his wife got home from late playoff games. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like God. they escaped, they escaped their kennels and just like, Messed a bunch of shit up. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> pretty. That's pretty awesome. Left alone because of overtime. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. So as we mentioned, Rem Pitlick remains with the team, and what a surprise he was! Played forty six games last season, twenty six points in total, nine goals, seventeen assists, and uh, despite the campaign that the Habs had uh, last season, he was a uh, he was a little bit of a spark in the pan. We got him from the Minnesota Wild for. Blah, 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 blah. I don't recall. I think it was waivers, actually. Yeah. Waiver pickup. Yeah. That's right. So, there's that. Um. Oh, okay, then some big news. Uh, Both uh, Yorai Slav- uh, Slavkovsky, Slavkovsky and Philip Mazar uh, yes. got themselves their entry-level contracts. So, we got Woo-hoo. those kids in. Good for them. Um. Let's see. We also have uh, player contracts for the following. Let's see. Oh, yeah, dub. Alex Belzeal, Yol Teasdale, and Nate Schnarr for the Laval Rocket. So that kind of keeps a, um, I wouldn't want to call it like the core of the Laval Rocket, but it keeps a lot of those guys. However, uh, uh, Jean Sebastian Day, out. See you later. That's too bad. D was uh, good for uh, the Rocket for a Mm -hmm. while there. So that was too bad. Yes. Um, did you see the, I think it was the Edmonton Oilers prospect who uh, didn't have a printer. So he had to go to like Staples with his girlfriend to get to print out and sign his contract and like get it sent over to the team. Hey, babe, can, <laughs> can we go to Staples so I can 
<laughs> signed this contract. They're like, well, they're like running like through the city. <laughs> frankly, that's better than having fucking a guy walk out in the middle of practice to have them have a player sign their contract on the ice like they did yes. with freaking Shane Wright <laughs> over in Seattle. Oh my god, are you fucking serious? Some guy, yeah, the guy walked out with his contract and in the middle of practice, Shane Wright skated over, signed it, and skated off. I was like, that is, man, Seattle's, and I mentioned it on Twitter, but I was like, man, Seattle's really rolling out the red carpet for this kid. Yeah. Here, speaking sign of this. Seattle, yeah. speaking of Seattle, okay, I am going to pronounce his name wrong, and I try to say it correctly, and I cannot, and I apologize because it's disrespectful, but I am really trying hard. Um, Eddie is Olsik. Um, oh, that's very close. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't know. So he's leaving um, the Blackhawks. So, excuse me, Chicago. I don't, I'm trying to say that. He's leaving Chicago to go do commentary for the Kraken. And I swear on this small avocado's life <laughs> that if he edges out JT Brown for whatever reason, I will come down on their broadcasting organization so mm. fucking hard they will not know what hit them. And there are several other people I've seen on Twitter who have said the same sentiment that I have just said, um, minus avocado. But if, their if for some, <laughs> but I swear to God, like if I like I, it's cool that they're getting this big name, this old school big well-known name to do color commentary for them but like jt brown just i think way more fits the whole vibe that they've been going for since they since their inception since before they even had like a name and a logo and a mascot and whatever and i'm afraid of what might happen with this introduction of a third person so i don't know we'll see what happens but i'm i'm nervous Hmm. about it yeah we'd have to see i have to i mean the only thing against Miller is that he doesn't have a ton of broadcasting experience. So yeah. if they find somebody that's like a salt of the earth broadcaster. But I mean, everybody has to start somewhere. Yeah. but And JT Brown, like, has he just, he does a good job. Have you watched him? I said Miller. I meant Brown. You did say Miller. Yeah. Have you, it's, it's too many JTs. There are. Yeah. Why are Instead there so of, many JTs? <laughs> I think he's like. Whatever John happened Thomas? to JTT? Hmm. Jonathan Taylor Thomas? Yes. He's probably just, I don't know. He probably lives in, like, Montana. That's what, let's see. He stormed the Capitol. Did he really? I No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Oh, that would have been hilarious, though. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? John the Taylor Thomas here stormed the Capitol. <laughs> he is 40 years old, JTT. Oh, no. Good for him. Now I want to watch I'll Be Home for Christmas. Oh, he was Simba? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> oh, Andy was Pompoco. No shit. Or one of the Poco. one of the kids in Pompoco. Hey, that's an animal oh. thing. Um wow. Wow, that's crazy. Kid just flashing the pan. He was the voice of young Simba in Kingdom Hearts 2. Dave is having a meltdown. Sorry about that. Alright, done. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. Fucking JTT man. Asshole. Did you watch Home Improvement? No. I um the main thing I knew him through was like fucking gotcha. Tom and Huck. That was also a good movie. Yeah, the, that, the was, cave, that was a good the movie. Cave, the cave scared me though. The cave scenes. Oh yeah. He was with scary. the skeleton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I always got a, I always got a kick out of the uh, the fake death stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Whenever kids fake their deaths and then they try to like look at what girls yeah. crying at their funerals, like, dude, you won't believe it. So and so is, but Mary Sue's crying at his funeral, and he's like, oh my god, is she? <laughs> that was yeah, so fucking god funny. It's one of my favorite cliche tropes. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Didn't and, they like fall through the ceiling? Yes, and it has yeah. to happen more often. Honestly. Oh yeah. That so is a that. gag that definitely needs to happen more often. Um, the last bit of Canadians news that I have is um, some people were put into the analytics department of Philippe Delornier and uh, Miranda McMillan. Nice. Yeah. Um, we'll serve as hockey data analysts. How fun I is like that? I like it. That'd be a cool job. Uh, they're going to be supervised by the director of hockey analytics, Christopher Boucher, which is this is all very new stuff for the Habs, as I'm made aware uh oh philippe is a graduate of polytechnique montreal professional technology space for over 25 years working on early ai applications in data mining and uh wow wow tech hubs of aerospace and telecommunications so that guy he's a he's a big brain when it comes to that sort of thing i was um did you ever watch that video i sent of you of the guy breaking down how he made crash bandicoot no i need to watch that 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 like my buddy Adam sent it to me, and for yeah. for all the nerd like video game people, there's this video out there that's explaining the the he was the director of Naughty Dog uh, Studios that are the people that made the original Crash Bandicoot. Cra- Crash Bandicoot being one of the fir- one of the launch titles for the original PlayStation, or for those that don't know, the PlayStation One. One. Camp. I actually have to say that. Um, I didn't have one of those. I had a two. Right. Right. And the two was a great system, too. The two is so good. So good. Incredibly classic system. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but man, the, the, if you're, if you're a tech head in the software and hardware, they had to do, they had to pull off some shit to get Crash Bandicoot the war, to work the way it did. And it's one of the reasons why it was such a good game. And why it was such a groundbreaking te- technological achievement at the time. Um, anyway, just reading about Philip Delonye right now uh, kind of <laughs> made me think of that. He does AI applications and data mining. Ooh. You can't just you can't just program AI. I mean, you could. We do it, but it's like that's some, <laughs> that's some big big brain stuff. Now, McMillan, yeah. uh, oh, hockey player at eight years old. Uh, sport the colors of uh, Dalhousie University Tigers for five seasons, and she, oh, it's like a player part of the analytic department, so not much of a data head. Excuse me, statistician and manager of data team at Kinduct Technologies in Halifax. So she is both a player and a data head. Good for her. So that's interesting. We'll have to see how that uh, how that all shakes out. Yes. Um, today I learned something that has nothing to do with the Habs. Why? But about hockey. Um, Paris Hilton played hockey and has an elite prospects page back in, uh, sugar. She played in high school, um, from 1998 to 1999. Jesus Christ, was she a goalie? Uh, No, she's a forward. Yep, forward. Yep, there it is. Status, retired. 
Yes. Lost a queen. Crazy, right? She looks pretty- good. Yeah, she looked good back then. And today, honestly. And today, there, there's yeah, no hate like, from as a, me. As a hockey player, she looks yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She looked decent. Yeah. Nice. 41, yeah. Paris Hilton. Hmm. Good for her. Paris Hilton is apparently supposed to be like a really interesting person, and she puts on like the whole air, ditzy heiress crap. That's pretty good. Or not the crap. Ditzy I've heard heiress the same. Persona. Like, she, apparently she like really likes like ham radios. Ham radios? Yeah. What's this school? Canterbury School, was it? I wonder, Canterbury. Uh, prob- I wonder if it was a private school. Yeah, it probably was, knowing those types. That would be my guess. Yeah. Okay, anyway. So, we're actually right. at, at time. Um, Let's see. What do I want to talk about that's not Habs-related? Um, I hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it, hate, 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 hate it when Westworld uh, covers music in their series. I hate it. I hate it. As soon as I hear like a piece of music happening in a scene and it's dramatic and it ends up being like fucking Michael Bublé, I'm like, no. Is it instrumental or is it? It's just usually like a- instrumental mm-hmm. like covers of okay, songs. So don't watch Bridgerton because that's what they do. Also. Oh, I hate that so much. I just, ah, just make your own yeah. damn music. Like I miss, like, do you ever remember watching like movies when you were a kid, like in the nineties and whatever, and they would just like compose like, music score like using like an orchestra for the movie and it'd be like fun and like have a personality and now now they just use like like land before time i like pop music and stuff but land before time one of the greatest pieces of cinematic music ever created in this godforsaken earth and now we have westworld and i how how did i tweet it i mentioned something like what, what what the hell was it i can't even think of what it was it was oh yeah okay so all the characters are at like a speakeasy themed like 1920s golden age era speakeasy. Yeah. Um 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 and this speakeasy is in an is in an amusement park that is in the year 2050. All right? And the fucking juke the 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 you know play itself piano is playing Billie Eilish. No. Okay. Fucking but, um is it just like a straight like cover or do they do like is it oh, like in you can't tell. It takes a little bit because they kind of take a little bit of the the melody out, so it sounds oh, okay. like. But it sounds so it's like a sample. A sample. But yeah. but yeah. But Ish. but then you're like, oh, this is definitely fucking Billie Eilish, um, bad girl or whatever okay. the hell. Does song it that was. bad guy? But does it sound bad. like it? It's 1920s, like yeah. yeah so like, they make it You know, fucking you know the swing piano nonsense. Okay, so did you see the Baz Luhrmann's The Great Gatsby? Okay, I had an argument about Baz Luhrmann just recently oh, because that Elvis movie Luhrmann. not uh-huh. great. Okay, why? It's that's a whole other conversation. Okay, I can't even get into it. But uh, yes, I did see Great Gatsby, and no, I saw like the last half hour of Great Gatsby, oh. and I was like, this is kind of okay. It's kind of weird seeing Tobey Maguire not slinging webs. <laughs> It's kind of pissing me off, honestly. But there was that. But then later on in that same episode, it then reverted to like Metallica's fucking. Um, oh, not Master Ragtime? No. Metallica and Ragtime? Just pr- practically. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Like, just please. And this is the same composer that did the music for Game of Thrones. You know, it's like, dude, you, you have the chops to make some fucking music, buddy. 
like Nijian Dwalish or whatever his name is. Oh my god. Anyways, that's my pet peeve for today. What do you want to close on? Um, shit. That's something mm. I was angry about earlier, but I don't know. Um, be nice to people. That's it. Just be nice to people. Anywhere you go, no matter what you do. And if you don't like what's going on, just this, and you can leave, just leave. Take hmm. a break. I'm going to tell that to Westworld. Oh my God. <laughs> and tip 20%. Yeah. God tip damn it. people. Jesus. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, I, I can't like every today on Twitter. And this is, this is my last, last thing I'm going to say today on Twitter. <laughs> somebody retweeted something. Somebody mentioned about that fucking book, nickel and dimed. I was like, Holy I haven't heard about this. Fuck. I, would like. I haven't read that book in like decades. Like as soon as I saw the title nickel and dimed, I looked down and to my left because I have like a ton of random books down there over the years. As and, one does. And there it was. Nickel and Dimed, which was part of, I think, my English 102 course from like fucking 2007, maybe? Okay. 2006? <laughs> I read that book. It's about um mm-hmm. an author going into the service industry and trying to only live on the wages from the service industry. Like, get You can't. Get, fucking do it get an apartment somewhere work hours and whatnot and i remember the whole big thing like the big critique on that book was that oh well you know this author doesn't understand what the true struggle is because she has a professional career and has a cushion but at the same time she couldn't do it she said it was impossible for her to do it it was too mentally taxing on top of just the the money part of it. Like, it wasn't even the money part. It was just how awful people are people in the service are industry. People are so mean. Like, it's it's yeah. bonkers. So it's tip. Bonkers. And that's why I left. Tip your servers. Say please at and thank you. At least 20%. Yes, at least 20%. Um, And if you're doing to-go's, you don't tip 20%, but you should leave a tip. Because a lot of times, I'm speaking as a person whose job did this, a lot of times the to-go person is not making a livable wage either. And yeah. their job is depending on them to make tips to make up for it. Just throw um, your money away like it's growing on a tree. That that's yeah, pretty much that's what fine. we're saying here. Yep. Just yep, if yep. if you have money, just or you know make them make the minimum wage a livable wage. And if you can't afford to pay your employees a livable wage, then you can't afford to be in business. Yep. There it is. There it is. What? What? what Get up? it? <laughs> okay. That's it for us. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs> like and subscribe, and uh, we'll be back uh, next week for another a uh, yeah. little half hour of a uh, shit <laughs> of madness of madness. So goodbye. Goodbye.